Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a gothic horror series set in the demi-plains of dread, Ravenloft. The episode you're about to listen to originally aired as a live stream on twitch.tv slash dnd. Although our podcast editor Celeste Conowich works some true magic, our audio in season one is not ideal for podcast. But keep listening. We promise it gets better. In the meantime, let's meet our unfortunate cast. I'm TK Johnson, the Dungeon Master for Tales from the Mists. You can find me on Twitter at TKJoinsTheFray or at my website, TKJWrites.com. I'm Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the Tiefling Storm Sorcerer. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter, uh, that's Merciful with a Y, or at LisaPenrose.com. Lisa, also spelled with a Y. Hi, my name is Kayla Klein. I play Vasily, your artificer slash wizard slash mad scientist. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I and my website, KaylaKlein.com. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play Konstantina of Shalomov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. I'm an author and narrative designer, and you can find all my work at AshleyWarrenWrites.com. My name is Hadil, and I play your favorite warlock with too many secrets, Vargas Blackstone. You can find me online in all forms of social media at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Emma Lambert as Sybil Redrime and Noelle Sheary as Thaddeus Scratch. Find them as at Emma Rote and at Noelle Sheary on Twitter, respectively. Now, don't worry. I'm sure everything will be fine. It's time for episode 12, As the World Falls Down. Good evening, Mistwalkers! Welcome to Tales from the Mists! It's a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. This is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which is uh, Lisa, Kayla? Yeah, Kayla, Hadil, and Ashley. They're our core cast. And then we have two guest members that rotate out every four episodes. Not next episode, though, because this is the finale. <laughs> The mists, which is where each of you found yourselves tonight. And uh, I would like to just go ahead and move straight into some uh, delicious, delicious terribleness. Delicious. Yeah, delicious. Delicious is definitely the word that I'm going to choose to use. Now, Constantina, you're no stranger to the mists, are you? No. Why is that? Well, Vistana tend to travel through the mists, and they sometimes act like a guide for others to travel through the mist. So it is of the many things that Vistana are known for, that is one of them. And is it true that Vistana can go anywhere they want in the mists at any time? As far as I know, yes. I haven't personally encountered a limit to that yet. But that is how I have traveled across Ravenloft my whole life. And what happens when a Vistana loses their ability to go through the mists? They suffer the same way everyone else who's not a Vistana suffers in the mists. Um, I think it has different effects for different people, but it usually takes some sort of mental and physical toll. Have you ever met a Vistana who could not travel through the mists? Um, I met one Vistana who did not want to travel because Vistana, we have to keep traveling 
else we risk losing our magic. Mm-hmm. And I met one Vistana when I grew up, and she did not really want to do that. And then she turned into a Mortu, and that's what happens sometimes for Vistana who cannot, who either refuse or cannot travel through the mist. They become like a like a demon creature, and it's not very good. Now, that was something you were a little afraid of in Kartakis, wasn't it? Yes, very afraid of that happening. You didn't have very much time left, did you? Uh, no, I did not. And it so was- now, as you find yourselves in, yourself in the mist in tattered leather, tattered clothing, back in your human body, how do you feel? Do I need to do my role to determine if I remember or not? Yes, I do need that role from you. That was a wisdom saving throw or wisdom? It is wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, that is good. Um, That is a 16. You do remember. Mm. It comes in flashes. It comes in painful moments that burn at the back of your memory. But you do remember drinking a potion that made you feel invincible. And you remember possibly leaving you in a tunnel to fight several monsters by yourself in the dark. And you remember crawling out of the tunnel and being so filled with rage that you had to tear something apart. Do you remember Vasily leaving again, leaping off a bridge? That is what you remember. Well, now I feel ashamed that I was not brave enough to face what was in the tunnel without help. I feel very lonely that I thought that I could trust my new friends. I thought that I was going to die and I just kept thinking that nobody who loves me would know that I died there and I I just I couldn't face it. So I I did what I thought was was right. I wanted to make sure that I could be there for my friends and now I just feel just feel even more alone than I already already did. I dare say you feel something else too, don't you? small pinprick of warmth in your pocket where you placed an egg. Forgot. And it grows warmer and warmer against your skin. I would like to look at my little egg. And as you pull this egg out of the bag, you just see its regular hen's egg, brown and speckled, but it is hot to the touch, like holding a candle too close to your skin. I would like to kind of hold it up to my ear to see if I hear anything. You don't hear anything. And in your hands, it is as flimsy as an egg would be. But when you hold it up to your ear, the heat radiates against you and you can feel sweat begin to pour out on your skin. It feels, uh, it feels kind of pleasant. I mean, I just recently felt the burning sensation of transformation and it was chaotic and difficult but this it it feels hot but i like i like the heat i like candles mm-hmm. and matches and i feel like it's kind of a pleasant welcome mm-hmm. heat i want to feel it burn a little bit as you hold it in your hands you can hear crack form in the side from the heat i just want to kind of hold it out and as long as it's not really causing me a lot of pain i would like to keep continue holding it I want to kind of hold it until I can't stand to hold it anymore. As you hold it out in front of you, 
you see this crack form. It's a perfect slice along the shell. <sighs> hmm. Well, I wonder if that I might have broken it through all I just <laughs> went through. Um, but I don't know. Does it look like it's like hatching or does it look like it was like broken? It looks like a perfect slice. Okay. Just a straight line down the middle. I want to like run my fingernail in between the, the line a little bit and see if I can. I don't want to break it, but okay. yeah. I want to kind of see if I could like see inside. When you run your fingernail along the edge, you hear a click. And then the egg folds open like an origami, like a little, like a little origami flower. And as you pull at the shell, it forms into a glass lantern with a candle inside. And all the glass panels on this lantern form a very familiar Taroka card, a scene of a graveyard filled with mist. Hmm. Is this a card that I recognize? Yes, it is a card that you recognize. Uh, it is from what we would consider to be the major arcana of the Taroka cards. Uh, it is known as mists. Typically, uh, it invokes an image of enigmatic mists in Ravenloft, warns of mysteries and the unexpected, and it marks something surprising that waits in the future, an important event that is taking place. Hmm. You can speak of any manner of mystery, any hidden information or clue, also known to forewarn an unexpected voyage. Hmm. I would like to um, like hold out the lantern the way that I would for any lantern that I'd be using in, to navigate to, through the, the dark. When you hold this lantern out at arm's pee length, you can't hear it. It's almost as though it's ethereal, as though it doesn't exist, so you can feel the weight in your hands. And it casts this brilliant white light through the mist that just cuts through like a knife. You see these mists part in the wake of this light and form a path for you and you alone. I take a step forward. How long do you walk, Constantina? At least, um, I don't know, maybe a few, just a few seconds, just through the parting, just to see what's there. As you take steps, the mist continues to part in front of you into these dense walls that form on either side like a canyon that you cannot see the top of. All around you is mist, thick, soupy, dense mist. So mist, so thick that you could grab a handful of it if you so desired. But ahead of you is an open path. And at the end of that path is a warm light. I want to continue to the path and have my sights set on that. Your feet step over smooth stone, cool to the touch, dry, until it forms a cobblestone path with grass peeking through. You can smell jasmine flowers and spiced oil, perfume. You can hear music at the end of this misty path. And when you finally reach that warm light, you see a Vardo covered in roses. There's a light on the inside. I, I would like to go look inside. When you approach the Vardo, there is an elderly woman there sitting beside a small cook fire. 
Typically, you don't cook inside of a Vardo, but she is. Do I recognize her? Make me a perception check. Food. What is my perception? Um, 15. 15 is enough to say yes, you do recognize her, especially when she turns around and meets your gaze through the window. And she smiles a big, broad smile. And she opens the door and leans over and says, Ah, grandchild. I did not know if I would see you again so soon. May I come in? Yes. And the woman who set you on this journey not too long ago moves to the side and allows you to come in and sit with her. She says, tell me everything. I'm, I'm sorry. I, every choice I've made has been wrong. It just feels, just feels wrong. I don't feel like I'm the person that I'm supposed to be right now. No, no, no. Tell me what has happened before you came to see me. We must go through this every time. I wasn't brave enough and I tried to trust somebody and I was weak and I thought of... I started to miss my family and I know that I'm not supposed to do that as a Vistana, but I... When I just... I let the loneliness frighten me and I just... Don't know, I just... I, I have to believe that I'm doing... That there's something else. I just... I can't let the, the darkness take over and I, I don't want to succumb to it. I have to know that there's still something good to to find and she picks up a large tongue and you can see her leaf through it and she leafs through it backwards she turns the pages towards the front and she goes through it she says second to last time this will be our last meeting like this for me at least you have so many ahead of you well what do I do now? I feel like the the path that I thought was the right one, I I don't know. I'm starting... I don't want to doubt everything that I've ever believed in, but I don't know. I, and now I'm, I'm a monster, and I don't... What oh, do I... What no, do I do? no, no. And she, what she will do is she will wrap her large arms around your shoulders, and she'll pull your head onto her chest, and she'll say, No, no, grandchild. You have to understand... You are an agent of destiny. Oh, you don't know yet. I forget time is so... It is so funny outside. I will die the next time I see you. But you have so much more time to fix any mistakes you think that you have made. I think today is the day that I show you how to fix fate. And she'll take your hand in hers, and you feel a weight in your hand when she does. And then she opens her hands back up and you have a deck of Taroka cards. She says, we have had many conversations, you and I, but for you, it is your first time. I will try to sum up. You don't have much time with me left. I will miss you. I need someone to help. I have many names. But you have always called me destiny. The tapestry of fate is tattered. You have to help. I need an oracle. Will you be that, that oracle for me? I, I will try to be worthy. And 
she brings her lips to your forehead and you can feel a surge of magic so unlike that bardic magic that you've known for so long. Constantina, as destiny kisses your forehead and you feel your memories return in full, how have you been changed? Um, I feel a little bit more, I feel less angry, less vengeful, and more still willing to fight, but it's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit more of a, it feels more righteous. Mm-hmm. And she clasps your hand around this tarot cadet and she says, with these cards, you will be able to change the fate of your friends, bring them from death, heal wounds that would otherwise, I'm sure you know, remove curses, perhaps even take them from death's door. You will be able to change your friends' destinies. I think we both know that you were never a bard meant for hurting the mind. You are meant for a different path, a different teaching. Constantina, as she speaks with you for some time on this, how else have you changed? Let's say mechanically. (laughs) Sure. So a little less, a little bit less of a, like a spy, a more, less, um, you know, eager to mess with people's psyches and a little (laughs) bit more um, finding um, magic in my own history and my own um, culture. Mm -hmm. I have um, embraced my uh, Vistana lore as a bard and also um, more uh, of a healer. And at the end of this conversation, she leads you to the door of the Vardo and she says, go find your friends. I will see you again. Constantina, you have also earned a new dark shadow. What is it? It is. Oh, let me pull it open. Okay. <laughs> I have it open. I just. I, I'm prepared. It's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a traveler of the mists. Um, so essentially, I have like a um, ability to travel through the mist and kind of um, move faster through it. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you can spend inspiration to misty step. Correct. So you melt back into these mists with this lantern, secure in the knowledge that you will not be one of those Vistana who fears the mists. There is somebody else in the mists, though. You cannot see them. Vasily. (laughs) Oh, where did Vasily go? Oh, she's not here anymore. Vasily, you've been wandering the mists for a couple of moments as well, haven't you? Yeah, after I face planted on the ground, I guess I probably got up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And those people who were talking around you, they have disappeared. How long do you wander the mists, Vasily? I don't don't know that I'd have any concept of time. It probably would feel too long. For too long. How long is it before you hear a... very mechanical sound, very... Well, you've heard that sound before, haven't you? Yeah. I would... I, uh, uh, okay, I, I walk in the direction of the noises. Sounds like paper underneath uh, some manner of 
automated pen, not too dissimilar to the one you use to scribble out notes in your own laboratory. And there is a a sickly blue-green glow that emanates through the mists. And suddenly, as though some manner of diabolical wind parts them, you can see a scene before you, scene of scientific apparatus, a bench, a table, a workshop, a hunched figure over a desk, and a tube filled with liquid and something else. Vasily? Mm-hmm. What do you see? I see this tube, and at first it's really not clear what's in it, um, but it has wires kind of trailing out of it to a chair next to it that has kind of like a hood over top of it. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the chair is a is a large standing mirror. So when I approach everything, I see the mirror first and I look into it and I see myself, but just every flaw that I've ever felt and every mistake that I've ever made is reflected back at me and I'm wrinkled and terrible and hideous because that's the way that I see myself every day. Yeah. Tell me more about this hooded apparatus. Strangely, it's uh, the perfect size for me to be seated in and for that hood to be placed on top of my head. What happens if you sit there, Vasily? Become better. Become a better person. Will you sit there? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I want to anymore. What have you got to lose, Vasily? What's better than being the best that you can possibly be? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. If there's nothing better, then why don't you have a seat? Can I look and see what's in the tube? Or do I know? Do you know Vasily? I feel like there's just like a very... It feels like my stomach's sinking very fast because I hadn't These thought about it. Vasily. Yeah, I have to do as you will. It's kind of that feeling where you know you want something very badly, but you feel like you shouldn't anymore. Look in and the tube, Vasily. So I look in the tube, and it's very condensated. Um, so about a little bit below my height, I wipe and... Mercy's there. How long has she been in there? Not. It's been a while. How old is she? Is the the age she was when I met her. So when you say you become better, what does that mean? Um, be someone who can actually use magic and actually do things right. I'll be a good person. Will you have a seat, Vasily? I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I want to anymore. I don't know. Why not? There's, I feel like there's got to be a better way. What better way? The crown. The crown? You would trust this to magic instead of science? Well, magic is just a higher form of science. I just need to is get it? it and study it, and it would probably be a better option. But you're running out of time, Vasily. There's still time. Is there? What if someone else gets her first? I'll deal with the children. They're all just, of them? All of, all of them. All of them? Yes, I'll fight them all. All of us? Yes. I won't, I won't let anyone hurt her. What happens when you're perfect? What happens to us, Vasily? 
you'll have to go away because your mistakes. They're not mistakes. You made us. Exactly. You don't make mistakes, do you? I, I used to, but I won't once I'm better. We won't let you kill us. If she's gone, you have to choose one of us. I won't. I'll find a better way. The mists begin to envelop the scientific apparatus. What do you do as Mercy fades into the mists? I turn and I want to, I want to go find the real Mercy. Okay. As you turn and you begin to walk a couple of steps, you hear a, a curious squeak. You step on something soft. I try to, I reach down to pick it up. You, you pick it up. It's hard to tell. Are you looking at it? Yeah. What if you look closer? It just seems like black rags. Um, I flip down my little glasses and try to like zoom in on so you inspect it. You inspect it and you turn it over in your hands. You see that it is a small doll, a childish version of yourself. And it says, hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hello. It's dark in here. In where? You're my best friend. Mm. Um, I immediately throw it on the ground. <laughs> As you throw it on the ground and it hits the ground, you hear it. She's going to kill us all. She's going to kill us all. She's I stomp it. Fall. I stomp it. <laughs> you stomp it into oblivion. You can you can hear its face, its ceramic face, crack under your heel. Oh, silent. I I guess I start. I just I keep walking and looking for mercy. As you leave this doll, this broken, tattered doll, you hear something echo in the mist behind you. We'll be back. Vargas and Thaddeus. The mist rose and the mist fall, and there are two men left in it. Vargas. That's me. You see another man in this mist. I believe you had a, a very um, amiable conversation with him not too long ago. Does he have a really alluring mustache? The most alluring mustache that has been on this show. Thank God. Is he looking at me? He sure is. (laughs) And he kind of tilts his head and says, Now, is this one real? I mirror his movements. Vargas. Is that you? Depends on who's asking. Well, it's me. You don't remember me? Maybe you aren't real after all. I draw my sword. I do the same, and I toss the the sheet that it's normally in a cane. I toss it aside. <laughs> okay. Argus, do you want to roll me a history check real quick? Or you can do perception. Uh, it's not too bad. Um, let's see. The 19. That's enough to remember Thaddeus. <laughs> That's enough to remember his face plastered all over those newspapers. What did the newspapers say? What did they say, Vargas? You rolled the 19. It's a lot easier to do what I do when there's somebody to take the fall. And you can feel a cold pinprick up your spine as Claudia laughs. Oh, well, I should have seen this coming. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Just thought I had a little more time is all. That is. <laughs> time is a funny thing. Changes people. It is, it is. Very much so. I don't think we're so different, you and I. Perhaps not. 
after all. Both just trying to put food on the table. Is that what you call it now? The things that you do? Um, I'm uh, going to attack Vargas. Cool. I, I swipe at him with yeah. my little sword. Roll for it. Hold on just a second. So that's going to be a 27. Oh, uh, well, that uh, catches me by surprise for sure. It does. <laughs> I don't what's have time the, to block. Yeah, what's the damage on that look like? That's going to be 11 damage. Vargas? Ouch. What would you like to do? Well, don't like that. Um, Is that a snow close to me? Like a oh, ramp? Yeah. Absolutely within five feet, probably. Okay. Um, I will reach out and grab Thaddeus by the neck and cast Vampiric Touch. I will okay. roll for that. Is that a spell attack? It is a third level necromancy. It uses a packed slot. Do, is there a saving throw? There is not. I think I just rolled a hit. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's net 20. Ooh. Um, I can see you, so I have the damage, so it's just going to be regular damage. Because I have a thing called Uncanny Dodge. Yeah, so 3d6. Ooh. So you'll you roll that. That's going to be 9 damage. 9. Mm-hmm. So as you lay hands on Thaddeus and you begin to drain the life from him, the mists roll back like an opera curtain. And all six of you find yourselves in the middle of a ruined town. By God. Um, can I take advantage of Vargas's confusion to um, put my uh, sword to his throat and take a step behind him in relation to everyone else? I will, I will allow opposing acrobatics. Acrobatics. To, to continue this, this gentleman's duel. <laughs> Okay, so I got um, an 18. Okay. Ooh, not enough. I got a seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can get behind Vargas and hold your sword to his throat. What is the rest of everyone else doing? Uh, I was still looking for Mercy, so now that the mists have parted, do I see her? All six of you are in the same spot. Okay. Within 30 feet of each other. I'm gonna run. Slow motion across a field of flowers towards Vasily. Oh, gosh. Uh, there are no flowers, but there are a couple of dead bodies. To <laughs> it's, like, it's like the same. That's what I meant. Yeah, translating absolutely. to Ravenloft. Yeah, like their, their entrails are flying up in slow motion. It's beautiful. There's an eyeball. Um, and then I'm going to like fling myself at Vasily and just be like, Vasily, Vasily, I thought that we were separated. I will half-heartedly pat her on the back as if I don't care but I'm very happy inside (laughs) I was so mad at you because you tried to control my free will and you stuck me in with a monster with with a rock cave in but I'm just so happy there together (laughs) yes it's well you should have just listened to me in the first place and none of this would have happened I've told you that before is that story you have told me wave and be like a little Help. I'll allow it. Constantina, Sybil, you've both been hanging out. I'll go help Vargas. 
How do you plan to do that? So, I mean, what the mist parted and then I, I saw, did that, were Thaddeus and Vargas like still fighting? Yes, they were okay. fighting and Thaddeus has just stepped behind Vargas and is holding a sword to his neck. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> Not because I don't want to help. I just, I don't really. I know, it seems like you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Could a fool No, I like this. <laughs> Continue. I, so, I just want to point out that Constantina doesn't know what me and Mercy talked about. No, I'm not acting okay. because of that. I, I am afraid. I don't know how this new affliction of mine reacts when I'm near people. Mm. So I'm actually afraid that I'm going to hurt you further. Yeah. That is my motivation. Ashley's motivation might be different. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> um, Nathaniel. Oh, oh, sorry. So, so. Sorry, okay. I just want to give everybody a, a round. No, 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 no. Before we Go get ahead. back into. <laughs> Sybil Sybil does not care what Thaddeus is doing. Oh, Um, (laughs) Sybil. No offense. Sybil is looking for the crown. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Sybil's so smart. And so she's she is looking around. Does she see it anywhere? Where is it? No, there's no crown anywhere around. Then she just starts screaming, Where's the crown? Yeah, you're you're in the middle of a ruined town square. Uh, it just looks empty. It's dead, and the buildings are sort of serving as broken tombstones. Really, is there anything alive in here? You don't see anything alive, but as you look past the buildings as far as you can, you can see what looks to be a gate made of skeletal remains. As far off in the horizon, in all directions, as far as you can see. She's going to look at all of you and say, I don't care what you're doing. If anybody wants the crown, you can come. All right, that is back to you. Um, I'm like, you know, holding, holding Vargas, but I kind of call out to Sybil. What's that? You know where it is then? <laughs> Maybe. Are you going to find it out from him? I, do, I don't know where the crown is. Actually, I I would also like to find it, perhaps. Um, You're not going to find the crown. <laughs> oh, Vargas. Oh, yes. We make good friends, don't we? We do, you <laughs> scoundrel. You know, friends don't. Can I try to kill Vargas? <laughs> oh, I want to cast a spell. If I mean, this will be a sneak attack, right? Oh, God. <laughs> I already have him in my sight. Can we stop yeah. this? Yeah, I want to, I want to, like, if, if you are genuinely trying to kill Vargas, I will have to make everybody who's involved with you attempting to kill or not kill Vargas roll initiative. So it's up to you. I mean. <laughs> what? I'm not saying, I'm not Boy. saying no. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a hard decision, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I got him. I'm gonna try to kill him. So, okay, all right. <laughs> Everybody who wants to assist or um, not assist, I guess, in this fight, uh, roll roll initiative. Sybil, I guess you don't have to if you're sitting it out. Uh, Michelle, I assume, is also sitting it out. Yes, I just my initiative, or mm-hmm. am I? Do I get are you, are you in? Yes, I am. Vasily, seventeen. I'm in. Mercy, are you in? Yes, 21. Thaddeus? 19. Vargas? 18. Anybody beat a 21? No? 
I didn't think so. Mercy, top of the initiative. Um, so Mercy has been hugging Vasily. Uh, she's just going to say, we really need to talk about these secrets that we have and also <laughs> controlling each other because I didn't like it. Uh, but maybe if we haven't talked about it, so we should just set our boundaries and, oh my gosh, is, is that it? Is that going to kill Vargas? Um, and she kind of pushes herself off of Vasily and starts running towards Vargas. And I would like to, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to kill Noelle, but I don't have any do. nice things to do. So Mercy is just going to shoot a frostbite at the sword, if I, or yeah, at Thaddeus's sword, if I can. Like, kind of like making it cold so Thaddeus drops it. I'll permit it. Okay. I don't know how this works because the sword needs to make a con save. Or maybe Thaddeus needs to make a con save to hold on to the sword. Yeah, let's say that. Okay. Okay. Um, I got a... Sorry, I know how to add. I got a 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, my suit was a 15. Oh, no. No. So the sword, your sword's cold now. <coughs> ha! <laughs> and I continue running, running towards them. At least I can stand next to whatever's happening. Okay, popcorn it out. And then... Um, I, oh, yeah. Just so you know, I actually would not have been able to drop my sword. It is cursed. <laughs> Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And now it is ice cold. Yeah. I'm going to popcorn it to Vargas. Mm -hmm. And remember, if you guys don't popcorn to Thaddeus, Thaddeus will go twice. Yeah. Probably. Right. Um, I want to stick my hand. Like, I'm assuming that, like, Thaddeus has me in, like, a headlock with the sword right here. Um, I want to, like go to reach behind me and Eldritch Blast Thaddeus in the face. So I have to roll for that. 15. That meets my armor class, so yeah. Oh, uh, so it's going to be 1d10. I can still see you, so. I know. So I, I kind of jerk my head to the side and All only right. get half the blast. Okay, well, I roll an 8, so that's... that's uh, well, I have two beams, so that would be four for the first one, and then five for the second, so that's nine total damage. I would say I'm going to flavor that uncanny dodge in that when Vargas turns around to Eldritch Blast Thaddeus in the face, he sees Claudia move Thaddeus's head out of the way. <laughs> wow. Um, what the hell? Damn, Claudia. <laughs> She's still mad, Vargas. She's still mad. Does he get me right on my scars? <laughs> I sure hope so. Wow. That's can, I, up. can I back out of the initiative right now? <laughs> Who goes next? Um, I'm going to let Mattias go next. Hey. I mean, he's right there. Yeah. As I am holding on to Vargas, <laughs> that would count as... Um, being able to do a sneak attack, correct? Yes, I would say you have advantage. Okay. Very good. Good thing I had advantage because I got a natural one. Wow, TK. Um, but then... <laughs> <laughs> I just want but, you to know I am wearing the crop top you sent me for your, my birthday. So, so um, then with my attack bonus, I got a uh, 14. That hit. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. So, okay. Plus. Um, 1 plus 5. 12, 16. Plus 5. So that's 21 damage. Cool. Mm -hmm. And as your sword starts to God. go Argus, you hear a shrieking in the background between the houses as a mob of robed villagers begin to rush past. Oh, can I use my bonus action to disengage and get away from these scary people? So these people begin to, yes, you may. So these people begin to rush past you and you can hear screaming, this shrieking. It's inhuman. It's blood curdling of hundreds of these creatures that Constantina and Vasily both saw in the tunnel that you Thaddeus and Sybil both saw in the tunnel mm -hmm. as they leap along rooftops and climb up houses and run at top speed after these villagers you are in the middle of a massive swarm what would you like to do wait is Thaddeus running away from me yeah he, I'm, he I'm disengaged I disengaged so no opportunity attacks I'm a rogue. Lovable rogue. <laughs> I don't know what you're worried about, Noelle. You know how to play D&D. &D. You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great too, Hadil. It's not a... It's not a competition. <laughs> Is it? It's not a competition. <laughs> I understand the meaning of the word. No. Hadil, please, thank you for the... The birthday gifts that you sent me. Remember that time I sent you a really lovely teacup? I'm just saying. It was nice. Everybody Don't blame TK. I'm <laughs> we only conspired for this exact moment for the last three weeks. Anyway, what would you guys like to do? Are we still on initiative? You can be. What's going on? Can what are these creatures? Can I act real quick? Yeah, I yes, want to. You can act. I will I allow the last two people to act, yes. I would like to go to Vargas and um, cast Cure Wounds at level three. <gasps> oh, Constantina. Hello. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for Constantina to change Vargas's fate? Um, well, Cure Wounds is something that I already kind of knew how to do. But <coughs> now it feels different. It feels like, I don't know, it feels a little bit more powerful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to... Um, am I still holding the lantern, by the way? Or is that That's like... What you mean. I'm going to... Say that that's kind of dissipated when I when the miss when I when I met back up with everyone. Like it's, I still have it, but I'm not like holding it up. Mm -hmm. um, so I go over to Vargas, and um, I mean, it's I have to touch him, so I um, put my hand on his shoulder, and it just kind of imbues this. My light was it used to be like a red, like magic light, and now it's a little bit more golden. That's nice, oh, like your eyes. Girl. Yeah, my eyes are. Oh, I forgot about that. That was unintentional. <laughs> I was like, I need a new color of magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll say you're bouncing it over to Vasily. Vasily? Wait, how much do I get healed for? I'm rolling. Hang on. Full of points. I'll wait your turn. Thanks. <laughs> One hit point if you interrupt me again. You got 11 points of healing. Sorry, <laughs> I rolled really bad. That's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, plus my spell. Hang on. I get to add to that, plus my, what's my mother? Oh, plus four. Um, so you got 15. Okay. Thank you. I hope that helps. Okay. I would like to cast Suggestion on Thaddeus. Okay. Which is a wisdom saving throw. 
Wesley, we just talked about Zeus. <laughs> oh, I actually oh, rolled really well. Hold on. Wesley does not respect boundaries. <laughs> uh, I don't think Thaddeus respects boundaries either. He, he was all up in Fargus's business. This isn't about Thaddeus. This yeah, this is about you. you. Just <laughs> talked about this. I rolled, I rolled really well, but I have minus one wisdom, so it's 17. Uh, it still beats it. Dang it. Mm. I'm just, like, so focused right now. Mm. Like, finally. Well. And when I see um, Vargas getting healed, well, that's no fun. Yeah, you're hyper. You're just, like, you're very hungry, aren't you? Yeah, what are I'm extremely at? hungry. <laughs> <laughs> One might describe Thaddeus as... Wait, ravenous. Ravenous. <laughs> yes. The joke we've been making for the last four episodes. In it's the such chat. a good movie. Oh okay. Well, I, I couldn't, I did nothing then. I, I doubt anyone noticed. Since you are the I, only person not directly engaged in this, you and Michelle both noticed that this, this, these hundreds of um, creatures are very quickly catching up to you. You have about a round to make up your minds, either fight them, run, fight each other. It's up to you. Oh my God, the faces. Two together. Uh, I think Sybil will call out to the rest of you. And say, this small man is less threatening than that. And she's going to cast an earth tremor. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Am I the small man? You're the small man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maya has been on a diet. <laughs> <sighs> she's just going to say, Michelle, do you want to eat him? I don't care which one I get, really. I think he'd be the best. Yeah. I like him wiry. <laughs> and with that, Sybil doesn't care anymore. She's going to take her cloak down. <gasps> she's going to tell you all to say hello while she casts her Earth Tremor. Mm-hmm. As you are casting Earth Tremor, Michelle is going to look now because you are looking at these creatures that are attacking Michelle is looking at all of these rogue villagers that are running for their lives. And he's going to say, oh, but I also like free range. And he's going to cast cause fear. So I want each of you to roll me a d20 real quick. All of us? Yeah. Well, I just want to determine which of these villagers is actually going to live and which aren't. There's about 40 villagers that are running away from hundreds of monstrous creatures i got an 18 i got a 19 mm-hmm. i got a 12 mm-hmm. i got a Ten. one. Oh no by mercy Constantina. 10 mm-hmm. and so we'll say one two three all right so about 15 of these villagers start to uh they they come under effect of this fright and they look turn full look at the back of Sybil's head and just scream and continue to run, but erratically in circles. It's chaos. Just mass chaos. What the heck? When he casts, you all hear like this booming laughter, like thunder. Uh, Constantina, are you seeing what I'm seeing? The nice lady has a, a, a head on her head. As one runs too close to the back of Sybil's head, you see... Just these, this teeth and maybe a mouth snake out and snap at an exposed oh. arm. 
sever it at the elbow and it just splashes blood across the side of Sybil's face as it noisily chews it. Oh no, oh, my no, life no, no, no. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> that I, good brother? Yeah, that'll do. Fun. Is there is there pieces is there pieces of that person left? Oh, there's an entire person that's like now laying on the floor, like screaming and holding his bloody stump. Ah, I just have my I... eyes on that person. <laughs> so, what would we like to do as these creatures get ever closer? You got six seconds. At Sybil, Sybil, what was the what was the um, save for Earth Tremor? By the way, Earth Tremor. It's a DC twelve uh, Dexterity save. I'm going to cast it on the, not on the villagers, but on the baddies who are. Yeah, on the baddies. On the baddies. Okay, so I'm um, say there's about 200 of them. I have okay. four d20s, so. Well, yes, yeah, so it's a 10 foot, 10 foot like square range. Okay. And is it a, did you say constitution or dexterity? Uh, dex. Dex saves. And on a failed save, freaking good. It'll be knocked prone. And take six damage, and the area um, becomes difficult terrain. Awesome. What's the DC? 12. Okay. So out of 200 of these monstrous creatures, 120 of them fall prone as the ground ripples beneath them. I will say... Several of them have started catching villagers, and you can hear this sickening squelch as they begin to rip them no. apart. I hate these. Anybody else? Um, yes, Mercy is going to just start, like, she's screaming like I'm screaming, and she's very <laughs> overwhelmed. There's a lot happening. Someone's trying to kill Vargas. Sybil's head just ate somebody. <laughs> there are all these monsters. Um, so she's just going to, like, look down and then look up. And suddenly there's like swirling winds around her um, in probably like a 10 foot radius or something. I forget what my new feature is. And her gauntlet just completely lights on fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's just going to say, stop it, stop it, stop it. And with each of those, she sends a scorching ray at Thaddeus, a scorching ray at the back of Sybil's head, and a scorching ray at the nearest uh, creature that is still upright. All right, let's all... So Thaddeus uh, is a 16 plus 7. That is. Um, Sybil will be higher than that in 18 plus 7. Uh, And I don't know if this one will hit. Well, actually, it's a total of 17 on the monster. If that will hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for Thaddeus, it's 8 fire damage. For the back of Sybil's head, it's 6 fire damage. And for the creature... It's 11 fire damage. Sybil, you can hear your brother scream in pain as she scorches his flesh. And she screams at you, necromancer, what are you doing to my brother? Me? I'm I'm not a necromancer. I have a a major in the arcane arts of Vezer, but I did not study necromancy, no. And the winds die down. That guy has one more arm, right? Okay, I gotta get that, and then I'm gonna, like, hightail it out of here. I don't, I just, like, don't like what's happening right now. This is a very, uh, this is a very hostile environment. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I'm just gonna use my little sword, slice that guy right off. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, um, it's a villager, so it takes, like, nothing to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, you get that arm and the, the person just like, it, he's lost so much blood at this point. He doesn't even scream anymore. He just kind of like <laughs> whimpers against the earth. Okay. Um, and I take bite as I'm running, you know, sometimes you got to get food on the go. As you're running, I would like for you to make me an acrobatics to make sure that none of these monsters grab you. Acrobatics actually did not do badly. What okay. if got a nat 20? Um, I didn't get a nat 20, but I did get an unnatural 19. <laughs> One of them, uh, as you are, as you are nimbly dodging the clutches, uh, one of them wraps its arms around your shoulders and bites into the side of your neck. Ugh, how rude. Mm-hmm. You're this going to take... <laughs> You're going to take eight piercing damage. I can't begrudge a, a man his hungers, I suppose. I throw him off and keep running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else want to take a turn before these things descend upon you? Yes. I would like to cast... How far away are they? Mm, they're about, they were 30 feet from you. So they are still 30 feet since we're in this round. They will be on top of you. Well, 80 of them will be on top of you. The rest of them will have to get back up from being prone. Um, I would like to cast, are they like in, are they kind of clustered? Yeah, it's a whole swarm just coming through buildings, over buildings. It's getting real ca- Castlevania up in here. Okay. I would like to cast Shatter. Okay. On the swarm. Nice. Um, so each creature in a 10-foot radius centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. How many are you targeting? Well, I don't know. However many are in, like, within 10 feet of each other. Within I don't 10 know. Feet, uh, let's say... Let's see. I'm casting in at level 2 if that helps. Yeah. Like, determine how many. Within, within 10 feet of each other, it's going to be closer to, like, max 10. That's... Yeah. All right. What's the DC? 15. One of them got a nat 20. Well, fuck. One of them got a 19, 16. Okay. So you knock six of them. Six okay. of them get in with the shatter. What's the, what's the damage? So it's for those who um, failed the save, they get 17 thunder damage. Oh. Um, oh, sorry. Um, level two. 10 thunder damage. What's that look like when they die? Oh, cool. Um, the the ground basically, it kind of shakes the way that um, Earth Tremor did. Like mm-hmm. there's this like rumbling and it just, it sounds like thunder and it kind of like jolts them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of like, it like passes through them. So mm-hmm. it kind of like breaks their like bones inside. Mm, like a sonic. Like yeah. they just turn into little jellies. Yes. It's disgusting. Very gross. It's very disgusting. Argus, anything you'd like to do? I'm still really freaked out about the thing in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> like been this round freaking out. All right, so I'm some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this round is over, and they're pretty much on top of you guys. Um, there's about 20 of them that come into your vicinity, within five feet of you. Roll me another initiative. So we can decide who goes first in this. Should Thaddeus roll too? Did you completely leave the the thing when you broke out of that goblin's clutches? <laughs> I have no idea what's around me, so I don't know. <laughs> you should roll. Okay. All right. 
highest I got was a 17. It's higher than a 17. I got a 23. Cool. Thaddeus, top of the round. Okay, so what is around me? I'm just in a in a town. You are surrounded by ruined buildings. Um, I would say you're probably about 20 feet away from the nearest. What these are is they are goblins, but with like a Y. So they are feasting goblins. You are probably about 20 feet from the nearest one of those things. And coincidentally, well, not coincidentally, the nearest one is the one that bit you in the neck. It is very interested in you. Okay, so... I would, so I have my movement, I have my action, and I have a bonus action, which I can use to hide. So I think what I would like to do is run into one of the buildings and hide in there, or ideally climb up on top of one of the buildings and hide. Absolutely. Um, Give me, which one would you like to do? Because if you run inside, it will only be stealth. If you go Mm -hmm. on top, it's going to be like either after acrobatics or athletics and then self. I'll just go inside then. Okay. It's going to be stealth, you said? And since he was watching you run inside, you're going to be opposing his insight. <laughs> oh, I don't love to hear that. <laughs> no, go ahead. So I have plus 11 mm-hmm. Uh He has plus nothing and he rolled a two. So Good. I got 18. I only rolled a seven, but... That is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That good. <laughs> you he like rounds the corner and you're just gone. He's just like, oh, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. could hear him uh, shuffle off. Uh, who are you gonna popcorn it to? Um, I will popcorn it to above Vargas. <laughs> um, I'm still really mad at Thaddeus. I'm just, just saying. For ease of popcorning, by the way, I have I've split these twenty. Feasting goblins into four sets of five, and each set of five will roll together. Okay. I will actually, like, even though I'm still mad at that, it's because, like, I thought, you know, I thought, I thought we were hunk and twunk, but, like, whatever. Um, I'm hurt deep. Still be hunk and twunk. Still be hunk. After I kill you. (laughs) Together forever. Um, I am actually going to send an Eldritch Blast into the nearest group of goblins. Okay. I almost Googled how long does it take to digest a human being, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that if you need to know, but it's uh, 18 to hit. Okay, yeah, you absolutely hit. So the first one is three. The second one is also three. So that's three damage for each each. Okay. Wood. And you, you hit them with this Eldritch Blast, and it just, like, sears a hole through them. They're still moving they're still walking but it just burns a hole straight through them and you can hear claudia whisper in your ear oh no are you still mad not now claudia you and i will talk later promises promises oh this is a promise i intend to keep for time for everything as they say and then i will popcorn to has sybil gone yet okay i'll popcorn to sybil what sybil's head is eating people I, I don't I don't know if like Sybil's head gets to go twenties. It's complicated. Sybil's Sybil's head goes on Sybil's turn. Oh. Yeah. It's really, it's new, it's confusing. I would rather Sybil. Think of it as like a beastmaster companion. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Oh, it's like somehow worse. <laughs> I'm gonna stare daggers at Mercy and say if you continue to hurt my brother, I guarantee you. Your brother? Yes, my brother. A little judgy. 
Wouldn't you do anything to protect your brother? I don't have a brother. I I don't have a... And Mercy kind of looks down at her feet. I don't have any siblings. Did you stab them all for your ritual? That's very judgmental. Those are my beliefs. And I am just trying to prevent the apocalypse. I'm doing it for you. And I'm trying to save my brother. So do not hit him again if you want to continue to protect against the apocalypse. Well, your brother shouldn't be eating innocent villagers. I'm not happy about it either. (laughs) But... Once I get the crown, everything will be fine. You're looking for the crown too? Well, can your brother eat some of these beasts? What do you think, Michelle? You just hear a large, uh, like a really loud belch. Probably. Auntie's root. There's nowhere else for it to go. I mean, there's... There. Um, can I actually have a turn? We've been talking so much. <laughs> yeah, you can have a turn. I will allow it because it's funny. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, serves my needs. Is there one within, is there a, go- a, a goblin between, in movement? Within movement? Right? Yeah, yeah. All right. All, all 20 are within about 10 feet, 10 to 5 feet of you, so. All right. I am going to attempt to hit a goblin. And as I do that, I am going to also cast um, a booming blade uh, with that, which I imagine for Sybil sounds mostly like Michelle's dolorous voice chanting unspeakably evil things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, really, Vasily would know he's just cussing in abyssal. He is rude. Yeah, he's just cursing in abyssal, but he's like doing a Gregorian chant, so it sounds more official than it really is. <laughs> nice. So I got a, um, an 18 to hit it. Oh, yeah. Sweet. And let's see. That will be a total of 17 damage to it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just completely slice it in half. With a maul, that's impressive. Yeah, well, then you pulp it. <laughs> or you, eh, whatever. Live your life. It's perfect. Who would you like to popcorn to? I want uh, Mercy. Oh, okay. So Mercy is next to Vargas and Constantina is there. Mm-hmm. And Vargas just got the attention of a bunch of goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I imagine they're kind of like starting to circle us. And Mercy will look at Constantina. Oh, Constantina's there. Rude. Still gonna do it. No, I shouldn't. How's Kayla's <laughs> face? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I like the sound of it. So. Uh-huh, I'm sure you do. All right. Uh, Mercy is going to uh, come over to Vargas and kind of like uh, grasp his arm and, and just say, Vargas, he's hurt. I, I have to get him out of here. Will you be okay, Constantina? I'm, I'll be fine. Okay. And I feel like probably ever since Constantina cast Shatter, it's somehow like emboldened Mercy's storm powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so like her hair is like whipping wildly in this wind just around her. It's probably messing up Vargas's hair too. And then there's this tremendous boom. And all of the goblins that were near us and Constantina need to make a constitution saving throw as Vargas and Mercy disappear. So do you see? Uh, 15. Alright. What was it? Con saving? Yeah. Oh, man. So one failed. And one was a um, nat one, so. Okay. 
Well, if you failed, you take 17 points of thunder damage. And if you succeed, you take half of that. So eight. How did they die, all of them? Um, I imagine, so we disappear in this thunderous boom. And I imagine there's like a ball of crackling lightning energy there. Mm-hmm. Um, and every, uh, those who fail kind of like start sizzling and shaking and like the thunder like, enters their body and they like, explode out. And, uh, and the one that succeeded but still died. Oh, that also happens. <laughs> it's just slower. Yeah, like, for a second before he explodes, his face is like, I'm gonna be okay. And then he explodes. <laughs> um, Top ten anime betrayals. And then, uh, Vargas and Mercy appear, um, somewhere 35 feet away. Okay. I, I assume 35 feet in the direction of the villagers and not in the direction yeah, of the villagers. Yeah, and not in into the swarm. Cool. I mean, I really love your life. So who are you popcorning to? I will popcorn it to Constantina because I feel bad I thunderboomed her. It's okay. She's like, I'm used to being betrayed by literally everyone in this party. Cat butt. So, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm going to... Oof. So I've seen that they... Mm, I'm not going to be stupid. I'm going to be maybe not stupid tonight. I'm going to I'm going to try to cast Vicious Mockery. Um, so they need on, let's see. I can only do one creature. Ah, I will do that at, ooh, I'll do it at fifth level. <laughs> I just feel like I'm already running out of spell slots. Um, yeah, so I will try to cast Vicious Mockery. Um, so they need to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. I guess okay. like whatever one is close. <laughs> okay, just the one. Mm. Yeah. All right. What's the DC? Um, fifteen out of fourteen. Oh yes. Okay. So, so it takes. Oh, it also has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, so it takes five points of psychic damage. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It. It just. And you said this is vicious mockery. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Can I, like, mock it with my Shakespeare insult? Then yes, there? 100%. Okay, let's see. You goatish, muddy metal measle. <laughs> Thanks, Shakespeare. It doesn't understand, but it is hurt. <laughs> well, as it should be. <laughs> um, I would like to use a bonus action uh-huh. to um, give Bardic inspiration to... Give it to Bardicus. Precious babe. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. I guess the goblin. No, I would like... Uh, no, I'll do the goblins. So the five goblins that are nearest to Vasily uh, notice that she has not taken any action. And they're like, mm. what am I supposed Delicious. to do? Oh, no. I have well, not been happening within the same six seconds. So they're just like, mm, you look like delicious soft spellcaster. <sighs> it's true. They're all going to attack you, Vasily. No! That's fine. It's only five of them. You're fine. So two of them were a nat 20. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Three of them missed, mm-hmm. though. Well, you know. You're going to take 32 person <gasps> damage. Oh! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Ugh. I blame all of you. I blame everyone but myself. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and popcorn over to you, Vasily. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Don't be mad, well, Kayla. You promised. <laughs> promise what? Um, so basically, before I was viciously attacked, I was like looking between everyone as all this was happening because it's like, am I supposed to attack mustache guy? 
Am I supposed to attack <laughs> head lady? Am I supposed to attack things? Like, what's happening here? Who's hurting Mercy? No one? I guess she's friends with the head lady now. What's happening? And then I get, like, destroyed. So I will, you know, take all that in and go ahead and pull out my little vial and cast false life on myself by taking a shot of, you know, magics. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to cast it from second level spell slot, actually. And that'll be 1d4 plus 4 and then an additional 5 since it's second level. So that's going to be 11 temporary hit points. Nice. Does a body good? Does a body good, please. Uh, Ripperoni me. Reese's in pieces. Reese's in pieces. All right. What would you like to do next? Um, do I get two since I was the last person or is that only if it's the bad guys and popcorn? You get to, you get to popcorn. So we have three sets of bad guys left. Okay. Um, oh. I'll, sorry. That's a bad guys left because five of them were blown up. Um, I'll pass it to another set of bad guys. Okay. Are they going to kill me? <laughs> so the five, no. Um, actually as you, as you, you manage to get this vial to your mouth and you manage to get this, this life-saving potion into you, you notice that the goblins on you go completely slack. And then in unison, all of them shuffle away from you into a large ring around you. As they form this ring, you hear shuffling footsteps and you see this ghastly green aura as a woman in long robes, long tattered ripped robes approaches with a crown of three flaming skulls bobbing above her head. Mercy and Vargas, you both recognize this woman as Radaga, the priestess whose death brought you here. Only now she's not beautiful and young. Now her face is, is a deep, massive valleys of wrinkles and scars, and her skin of her forehead is peeled back to accentuate these empty sockets with cold light burning inside of them. Her hair has receded to just long strings. Vargas is going to need so much therapy. And her nails have become talons. Her teeth have become fangs. And she points a sickly finger at you. <laughs> Welcome to my home. At me or at all of us? All of you. Okay, good. Whew. Uh, Vargas, like, turns to Mercy and, like, under his breath goes, oh, your house is a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I have 32 passive perception, young man. <laughs> That's untrue. Sorry. <laughs> well, hey. Where have you brought us? The home of my ancestors. The great domain of Daglen. Do you like it? I've decorated the village for you. It's okay. It's, okay. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice, yeah. Mercy, no. No. Good enough to die in? No. You'd prefer not. You see her fingers begin this arcane gesture. Yaksha! I cast Counterspell. Okay, look. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. (laughs) You keep counterspelling. Don't don't kill my character. I wouldn't. But that was a good one because I was trying to trip you up and not use my banishment one that time. So you do indeed (laughs) force that, that spell away from her fingertips. It just dissipates. In a, in a little plume of smoke, and she looks at her fingers. Mm. I've forgotten. Not this time, though. And uh, her lair action activates. As the three skulls begin to spin around her head quickly, very quickly. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Can I use that reaction? You may. I would like to use... It's not an attack roll, is it? No. Okay. I would like to use my reaction on whatever the damage is. I'm just mm-hmm. noting that. Okay. No. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Do I have to make one too? You... Ooh, let me look at the... Yep. Damn it. If you are within 150 feet of them when this fireball goes off, then yes. yes. I sure oh, <laughs> Okay. So what happens when you critically fail? <laughs> I got a five and I'm also interested in this. <laughs> I I don't believe in critically failing on attacks. Like okay, I got a two then. Cool. Plus one. Cool. I'm I'm gonna use cutting words on the damage. Uh huh. Um. So I'm going to use one of my bardic inspirations to subtract whatever I roll to, is um, subtracted from the number of damage. Okay. That sounded like math. I'm sorry. What did you roll? <laughs> well, I got a thirteen. I yeah. I just. Okay. Wanted to state that that was my intention because that might affect how much damage it causes. I got 18. The spell save is 13. Oh, I made it. Oh, oh. I got a 13. Is that? Yeah, you make your save then. Okay. Whew. I need more D6s. <laughs> oh, hate to hear no. that. <laughs> I hate to hear that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's okay, you can, you know, if I just start saying low numbers, will you think that's what it's supposed to be? <laughs> if you fail. One, one. <laughs> if you fail, you take 36. Oh! Minus five. 31. <laughs> Minus five. I'm still, uh, you know, dead. If you pass, you take 18. Minus five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or 31, so 15. <laughs> Yeah, Vosely does not like that. Now, um, this is the first time, you know, this has ever happened to me in my life. So I'm dead AF. <laughs> are you dead or are you unconscious? Um, I That took me down to technically negative eight. Yeah, so you're unconscious. But not negative yeah. four. Yeah, right. Not, not dead, dead, dead. So I'm unconscious. Vargas, how you doing? I, it was, neg- uh, it was minus 31, right? Yes. I have one hit point. <gasps> okay. Okay. Sybil, how you doing? Oh, you're probably fine. I've got like 37 hit points. Yeah, you're a fighter. <laughs> okay, Constantina, how you doing? I am about I'm less less than half. Okay. But I'm ready to do something when I it is my turn. Yeah, Thaddeus, how you doing? I have two hit points in my little cabin. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still up. Okay. I'm pissed off. Oh, that's true. Is that fire damage? It is fire damage. Oh, it's fire damage? Yes, it is fire damage. I'm sorry I did not So that would have been half damage? Is that correct? Yes, you got half damage. So you would have taken 15 instead of 31. 
So what did I have? I had 11 temp and 12 regular, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Uh, Just a sweet little elf boy. I don't have any resistance. It's okay. Hey, I'm trying to figure out how to like undo all that stuff I just did. Apply changes. There we go. So, and it was 31. Mm-hmm. So divided by two. You want me to round up or down? It's, uh, you round down. Yeah, so 50. Round down. Oh. Round down. Okay. Hit point's not worth it. All right. I've got eight HP. Radaga has joined the fight and we're going to popcorn over to Sybil. Okay. How far away is Radaga from Sybil? Radaga's about 30 feet. Oh, that's that's very convenient. Yeah, you could reach her in a movement. Yes. And these goblins, these feasting goblins are just in a, in a slack line around you guys or in a slack ring. They are several goblins deep. They're not going anywhere. Okay. But they're not attacking either. Sybil's going to walk right up to Radaga and she... She is going to uh, do the same thing she did to the goblin. She is going to attempt her. Mm-hmm. And with a booming blade. All right. <clears throat> that was a nine to hit. No. Okay. She's done. Um, <laughs> and she will popcorn to Vasily. Hi. <laughs> it's me. Um, goodness gracious. I don't even know. I don't even think I can help myself. Uh, I guess I want to go ahead and cast resistance on myself, um, which means that once before the spell ends, I can add a d4 to a saving throw. That's, you know, just a thing. I uh, pull out a little herb and I eat it and now I have resistance. Please don't kill me. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Anything else? No, I don't think so. I, I guess I'd like to try and like get away from her, but obviously she's uh, pretty OP and probably has a far range further than I can go. If you try to back up more than a few feet behind you, mm, yeah. you will bump into goblins. Yeah, I guess I'll just uh, hang tight and pass to uh, Constantina. Hmm. Okay. I would like to... Cast Mass Healing Ward as a bonus action. Okay. Wow. On um, six people I can see within range. So that should be... I'm just going to do... I'm just going... <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> um, definitely Mercy, Vargas, and Vasily. Vargas, I'm going to include you. Um, I'm just de- debating on our other two friends you can't um, see me so you can't get me yeah oh okay um then i can't do that yes um i will do sybil just heal the so front I, of her face <laughs> can i yeah can i target that to just like the front um i'll allow it it's funny <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so each slot to the third okay so it's not very much so I'm, okay everyone in chat like blow on my dice for good luck okay thank you Mercy, everyone. Okay, let's see. Ah, oh, little words because I rolled four. Okay, so four plus, uh, you get eight hit points. Yay! Yay. Okay. New abilities. Uh, I believe that stabilizes Vargas. Is that correct? Yeah. He was at one hit point, so he was still yeah. up. He's still oh, up. never mind. I thought, why did I think he was unconscious? You're doing great, Vargas. Real good. Um, Take amazing. I just like to think that Vasily has like, I, or no, it was we decided it was Mercy. 
that liked doing ghost <laughs> pictures. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Um, so that was technically my bonus action. So oh, I'm yeah, sure. do a, bon- er, a full action. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I will do, um, I'm going to try vicious mockery on big scary lady. Um, okay. What's the condition that, uh, vicious mock- mockery causes? Um, psychic damage. So she has to make a wisdom saving throw and beat to 15. I will tell you right now that she's immune to psychic. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think I would know that. So I probably try yeah. anyway. Yeah. Give me your best. Give me your best one out of the, the Shakespeare thing. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Blow on the book chat. So if I don't get it. <laughs> okay. If it's okay. good enough, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, you witless, useless miscreant. Oh, Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Take good that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is she yeah. actually like, Excuse me <laughs> for a second. <laughs> um, as my t- turn is coming to an end, I, I feel a strange um, sensation kind of with the scent of blood all around me. Mm. My nose a little bit. Mm. Might be about time for a, for a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting there. All right. Oh, are you below half? I need that check. Okay. Charisma saving throw. <laughs> it's not very good. I'm pretty sure I failed. What is a four plus? What was it? Sorry. Kind of uh, charisma saving. Charisma. Oh, I am good at charisma, but I don't think it's enough. Um, eleven. Okay. Failure. Um, we'll go into it next round. Okay. Should I roll for the what? Like of the numbers, which one? Uh, yeah. We'll we'll do that after. Vargis, okay. Constantina just healed us. She's so perfect in every way. <laughs> Who would you like to popcorn to? Um, I would like to popcorn to, um, I'll do Mercy. Okay. Um, so Mercy sees Vasily kind, she's, is Vasily next to Radaga? Or you were just thinking of missing? Oh, you were in a circle. Yeah. You're all in a ring formed by these goblins. You're all within 30 feet of Radaga. Okay. Mercy would like to, um... She screams across the battlefield, Vasily! Can I run to Vasily? I want to uh, do I it. See why not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I run I run to Vasily. On my way, I would like to pass Radaga and uh, with my gauntleted hand crackling with red lightning say, leave my friends alone! And punch her in the face with a shocking grasp. Oh yeah, absolutely. Roll that attack. I got a 25. So it's 2d8. Yeah, totally hits. Oh, where are my D8s? Here's one, here's one. It's okay. Uh, six lightning damage. Facial lightning damage. Um, right. And she doesn't have reaction, so I keep running past her into the circle. Um, and I will grasp uh, Vasily uh, in uh, my lightning embrace um, and stare at all of the goblins around me threateningly. Uh, and I'll whisper in Vasily's ear, I always have your back. And then I'm going to thunder step again and explode the circle of goblins. Um, So they all need to make DC 15 constitution saving throws. Okay. So this is a ring around y'all about 30 feet out from you. So let's say that there are 20 goblins in this straight ring. And where you are in the circle, there are 10 goblins nearby in your radius. One was a nat 20. 
one was an 18. Uh-oh, I'll roll my damage. 15. Um, so uh, if they fail, they uh-huh. take 15 points of thunder damage. Okay. If they succeed, they only take seven, and Vasily and I teleport out of there. They're all dead. Oh, yes! Cool! <laughs> yeah, all Boom. ten that were there are dead. Um, does Radaga need to roll for that? If she was in, like, ten feet of me. Yes, she was. Okay. So, what she gotta beat? A 15. You said, uh, wisdom? Uh, constitution. Constitution. Oh, she does not beat that. And she also takes 15 thunder damage. Okay. Awesome. Um, badass. Also, these D10 dicey boys that Emma gave me have been rolling real well for damage. So thank you, Emma. Nice. We were meant to be with you. When those explode um, with the power of that lightning, ten more step up to take their place. Is in a circle not around Vasily? No, they're just doing a circle. Oh, it was around all of you. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I thought just Vasily was in a circle. No, no, I still do what I did. Yeah, no problem. It was cool. Yeah. It's like a bug zapper. Yeah. But more badass than that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Juicier. A juicier bug zapper. Well, that sounds worse. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. Thanks. (laughs) Who's next? Oh, yeah. I get to decide. I guess we should probably throw to, like, the goblins, maybe. Uh, They are not attacking. Oh, they're just doing circles? Yep. They're just, they're keeping you from leaving. Should I throw to Radaga? I'm going to throw to Radaga. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh don't be mad. All right. So Radaga is going to begin casting another spell. And when she, when she casts, she points her fingers over at, let's choose Sybil. She's going to p- point her fingers at Sybil and sort of, twists her wrists in an arcane Mercy tries to counterspell, um, but she's panting. She's like, Vasily, I don't have the energy. And I need a wisdom save from Sybil. Okie dokie. That's an eight. (laughs) All right. You can feel your... this, This is a... This is something that you can feel like your body starting to become paralyzed as your limbs lock up. That's not ideal. Oh, no. All right. And um, that is going to be her turn, I believe. I'm going to pass it to Vargas. All right. Uh, Vargas will cast Eldritch Blast at Radaga. Does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. First one is an eight. Second one is a seven. So eight plus seven, whatever that is, lazy dice. Eight and seven for two oh. beams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So minus 15. Yeah. Aya. Okay. Who would you like to pass to? Uh, I will pass it to Vasily. I would like to pull out a kind of like handle looking thing from inside my jacket and it and like whip it out and it turns into a, a lightning whip and I want to cast lightning lore okay on her she's going to be eight. uh that's gonna be a dirty 20 to hit so oh yeah that hits 
Um, so that's going to also pull her. Or no, no, I'm sorry. This is a strength saving throw. Womp womp. Sure. Um, this is the first time I've used this spell. It is a artificer thing, so new to me. Oh boy. Okay, tell me what it is. Oh, okay, so she fails. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to damage her and also pull her towards me. But I would like to, if possible, intentionally kind of like whip, like grab her with the lightning whip and pull mm-hmm. her towards Constantina, who okay. I see is transforming. So it's also going to be 2d8 damage. Okay, roll it for me. So that's going to be 10 damage. Okay. And we're going to go ahead. She's going to, there's going to be another layer action. And I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, except for Thaddeus. Thaddeus, what are you doing right now? Um, I, so I get like resistance and stuff from eating people. Mm-hmm. Do I also gain back hit points for eating people? You know what? Roll me a D8. <laughs> Should we be, be yeah. encouraging the eating of people? That's a five. <laughs> you get five hit points. What? <laughs> it's cooked. It's fine. It's not it's cooked good. now. It's not <laughs> cooked. Well, it's cooked now. That was a fireball. <laughs> oh, that's, you know what? That's really fair. It's toasty and I enjoy it. Mm. It's like a s'more, but bloody. You got a seven? 17. 17. Oh, 17. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll play the VOD back. We'll see what you really got. I said 17. <laughs> Did anyone get below a 14? No. Yes, I got a 10. <gasps> okay. Constantina, you even during your, your transformation, you're starting to become overcome with a sense of fatigue. This magical weight is weighing upon you. And your your breathing is labored. You start becoming tired as though you were suffering from two levels of exhaustion. Whoa. Ooh, Whoa. Ow, two. Jeez. Yes. Okay. I noted it. All right. Who are we popcorning to? Because I think uh, Vasily went last. Yes. Uh, who has not gone yet in this round? I mean, is my turn eating and healing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an action. <laughs> uh, have the has so Rodaga is gone. Rodaga's gone. Um, has constant? I don't think Constantina has technically gone, right? If she just had that. No, she went early in the in the round. Okay, so who hasn't? Or are we starting over? I Did think Sybil go. Yeah, Sybil went. I think you're choosing the top of the next round. Oh, okay, okay. I was just making sure. Um, keeping track of this. <laughs> I will go ahead and pass to Constantina because that was my intention was to be like, here you go, puppy. Like, but now she's having some trouble, but hopefully she can do something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of trouble right now. Thanks. Vasily. <laughs> okay. So I guess I am transforming. So um, should I switch to my others? <laughs> yep. Okay. So I would like to bite. I'm going to go for Rodaga. Okay, Dang. that seemed like you weren't <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I wasn't sure about the gerblins. Oh, yeah. That's like, I, w- I just wasn't sure, like, if I, you know, in where jackal form, like, what would draw my attention more? That's like, what point. would be your prey? But I'm going to go. I like to think that there's still, like, a tiny sliver of Constantina still mm-hmm. 
still making some decisions, so I'm going to go for her. Okay, go ahead. Make oh, her. I can do a multi-attack. Yep. So I'm going to do one with a sword, or one with my bite and one with my sickle, since I don't mm-hmm. have a... Technically, there's a long sword, but I don't have a long sword. Um, is that okay if I switch out? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the weapon I actually have. Yeah. Okay. Don't use the the long sword stats, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will use my sickle. Just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that my first one is not very good. That is an eleven to hit for my bite. Mm, no, even I, in the light, like you can't get around the lightning lure. There's something. It's too. It's too mm. scary. Okay, so I will try again with my sickle. Oh, uh, 21. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that is my magical sickle, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, oh, very good. Um, that is three points of slashing damage. <laughs> nice. I did it. <laughs> All right. Who are you bouncing to? Or are you doing bonuses or whatever? So, do, do I get to bonus since I'm since I'm in wear jackal form now? I pro- I don't think. I mean, I'll, I'll let you default to that. Yeah, I don't think right now. I don't think you have enough of a handle on it yet. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, okay, so I will I will pass to. Hmm, you know what? I'm just gonna pass to Radaga because I'm right there, and I'm trying okay. to bite her. Is Radaga grappled by this lightning lure? Vasily would know more than me. Sorry about that. It does not say that it grapples, just pulls um, okay. this damage. So, Okay, so she's standing there then. Mm-hmm. She's free. Yep. All right. Then in that case, she will attack Constantina, who just tried to bite her and then slashed her with the sickle. And she's going to uh, take her talons and slash at you. I am, okay, I'm a, as a wetter dackle, I am immune to slashing from non-magical attacks. Unless okay. her fingers are silvered. Bludgeon piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't silvered. Radaga is a white. Okay. So, so magical? Yeah, I think I think it's magical just because you're going to have to make a constitution saving throw. Yes, okay. So she got a 16. Oh, I don't really good. 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that makes it. Uh, she hits you for seven necrotic damage, Oof. but you succeed in not having your hit point maximum reduced. Okay. So, and, uh, and that's what she will do on her turn. And I'm going to go ahead and bounce to Mercy. So how long has it been since Vargas and I were in that other tunnel with Radaga? Cause then we immediately went into the mess and then we showed up in this town so has it been sort of like instant, like a f- few minutes, really? Or it's really been like a few minutes. Then is my is my angry thunder eyebrow boy still with us? How long does that? He lasts for an hour, and I have not passed an another concentration spell. He uh, might, he could have gotten lost you in the mist. Passed another concentration spell, but you were hit with a fireball. Okay. So, yeah, roll me a a concentration, because it's not like you've been hardcore concentrating. Yeah, I got, like, an 18 on the die plus, like, 5. Okay. I will say, because you summoned him, and because you have the gem that houses him with you. Yeah. Yes. How does does he arrive on the scene? So Mercy's storm power, she's been going, getting increasingly 
tempestuous is that a word i don't know winds are swirling her hair is like all over the place her eyes are like glowing like red lightning um Mm -hmm. and she starts speaking primordial um and from like the winds and clouds around her uh her stormy boy uh reappears as like this swirling thunder cloud of smoke um and she points at radaga um, and he swirls towards Radaga really fast. Oh my gosh. Um, and he is going to try to whirlwind Radaga. So she needs to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Oh no. She got a five. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she takes 15 bludgeoning damage. Also, she's flung 20 feet away in a random direction and knocked prone. Oh my gosh. Does she strike an object? Such she as strikes a wall. goblins. No, she strikes goblins. Oh, that's also accounted for. Ha! Oh, if the target is thrown at another creature, that creature must succeed on a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. <laughs> it does not. They also take 15 bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone. That goblin is dead. Yes! <laughs> Smushed <laughs> it with its boss. <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> Retconning this, we can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, um, Mercy. Oh no, that'll make Stormy Boy go away. Uh, then Mercy is going to point out her gauntleted hand, and as her action, try to cast a chaos bolt at Radaga. Okay. Um, a twelve plus seven, so nineteen. Okay. And then. You just blew on your own. Yeah. So the two, my damage really sucks, but uh, I rolled, it's cold damage. um, And she takes five cold damage. Okay. Ha ha. What would you like to do? Um, That's, I think, all that I can do. I, casting a spell, I feel, uh, as a storm sorceress, I get kicked back 10 feet as well. Okay. Oh, and then I pass to um, to Vargas. Um, I will send another Eldritch Blast her yeah. way, Radaga's way. Yeah, she is prone, I believe, right? Okay. Uh, 17 to hit? Yeah. Seven. So 8 and 7. All right, so 15. Mm-hmm. All right, and another lair action is skulls are going to round themselves on Mercy and cast Magic Missile. My internet blipped, so I'm sorry if that affected the stream, but also were there... I'm sorry, did I I mishear that last part? No. Okay, good. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I wish I had shield. (laughs) Can I cut in words that? Probably. Well, I'm going to do it then. Oh, well, I don't know. As were jackal? Oh yeah, no. Okay. No, nah, no. Nah. Not just yet. I can't find my stinky little D4s. That's the problem. I guess we can't I guess we just can't do the magic missile then. You're right. Oh, it's crazy. Gosh, man. <laughs> they're gonna wow. at least they're out of fireballs, so eleven. Eleven. So 11 or three green beams shoot out at you and strike mercy. Ugh. I feel like when I'm being kicked back from my own spell, they like hit me while I'm mid-air, in midair and mm-hmm. I like land on my feet. 
Yeah. Whew. All right. Lair actions up. We can pass them too. Who's the last person to go? Vargas just went. Oh, okay. Vargas. Um, I will pass to Sybil. Does Sybil get another save to foist off whatever this paralysis is? Yes. And it's a wisdom save, you said? That's a six! <gasps> oh no! You continue to be paralyzed. Okay. Who would you like to bounce to? Let's bounce it to our other guest. Daddy. Yeah, Daddy is. So I I there's like a a window I would assume that is open as the fireball came inside and tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um and I think through that window I'm gonna shoot off a crossbow bolt. Yeah, oh, wait, absolutely. I don't have a crossbow, a short bow, a short bow arrow. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm going to shoot it, I guess, at Radaga. Because <laughs> I don't like to be killed most of the time. Mm-hmm. Oops. Okay, so that's going to be a 14. It does not hit. Okay. Well. Well, and she's prone, too, so she hasn't gotten up. Right. What does that mean? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it's I think it's actually a disadvantage with a ranged weapon when it's prone, but it didn't hit anyone, yeah, so... they're laying on the ground, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, is there anything... Is there, like, any, like, locked thing in this cabin that I can unlock? Because I can do that with a bonus action, and I just would love to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a locked door. Okay, I'm gonna unlock that door. Okay. Okay, I got like way over twenty. Yeah, you totally do it. Oh, what's inside? <laughs> uh, a child's bedroom. Tough. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just said the first thing that came to my head. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna retcon it. Uh, this is uh, a general store. It's the uh, yeah. wonderful the spices. Yeah, there you go. Spices. Storeroom and tilt. There you go. Spicy, spicy storeroom. Who are you popcorn into? Um, we're choosing the beginning of the next initiative, correct? Mm-hmm. Or the next round, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go to Constantina. Okay. I'm going to try again to bite. Okay. Creepy lady. So Let's see. Blowing on my dice. Oh, that was good. Uh, 22. Yeah, and she's prone, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does that mean I roll with the vintage? Yeah, but do you need to? <laughs> no, <that's laughs> you can always try and get a nat 20. No. Um, yeah. Okay, so what are, uh, let's see. Six. Two. Okay. Hang on. Ooh, seven piercing damage. This is also my, I'm doing a multi-attack, by the way. So this is my first attack on her. Okay. So seven points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not a human, I mean, she's a humanoid, but she's undead? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, she would have to yeah. roll a con saving throw. But I don't think she's going to be a white wear, white jackal wear. <laughs> um, okay, and then my second... Where when I'm going to attack with my seagull. Now I critted! I wrote the special. I critted. Um, yeah. So, 
So the way I like to do it is max out one and then roll the second. Keep you from rolling two twos. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the last one and then roll this. Okay, so um, my first one was, uh, sorry, I'm trying to do math. I'm very stressed. Four, uh, five plus four, so nine points of slashing damage for my second. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is my turn. Um, so I would, okay, sorry, who's gone? Not that I think you. I think you're at the top. I am at the top. Okay. Um, I will go, I'm going to go to her then. So she can. Okay. No? Is she she still prone? Yeah, she's still prone. Can you throw Um, me so Stormy Boy can hit her before she gets up? Yes. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Um, Mercy continues to talk in primordial, which I guess is just her mouth opening and lightning coming out. Um, Did you roll for uh, concentration from those magic missiles? I did. I rolled and I got a 13. Chat was chat was up in in my business. So I was like, okay, I want to roll while the rest is going on. I can (laughs) ask. Jeez, chat. (laughs) Um, And then. We do appreciate you. Thank you, chat. Oh, I rolled the same number. Uh, but that's still pretty good. At 21, uh, oh. you'll deal 14 <laughs> bludgeoning damage. He gets to do this twice. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, 27, so another 14 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and then at this point, Mercy has been stalking forward. Um, and she is going to... Just come up to Radaga on the ground and mm-hmm. shocking grasp her. Okay. Um, with a uh, unnatural twenty. Okay. Two d eight. Oop, oop. I'll uh, tell you right now, when you shocking grasp her, you can see she's looking really bad. Ooh, good. She deserves it, and she takes eleven lightning damage. Also. Normally, this would only trigger if I cast a spell first level or higher, but I forgot all the other times I did that. Can I use my special sorcerer thing for casting a lightning spell? Yes. Thank oh. you. She takes an additional three lightning damage. Ooh, you showed her. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all my right. turn. Okay, who would you like to popcorn it to? I am going to popcorn it to, um, I guess, to Radaga, because that's who Constantino is going to send it to. Okay. Radaga will use her movement to stand up. Okay. And then she will uh, try and get you back, essentially, and slash at you with her talons. Okay, Stormy Boy is all in her face, too. Okay, she's going to try it. Try and reach around you, around Stormy Boy. Okay, so, uh, dirty 20. It hits. Okay, you're going to take seven necrotic damage. I need a constitution saving throw. I'm pretty good at those. These are special dice. Um, 15. You do resist. <sighs> All right, and that's going to be her action this round. I'm going to bounce over to Vargas. All of you now can see that she's looking very bad. Uh, Eldritch Blast? Yeah. Pony. Do it. 
I'm so sorry, Hadil's phone. Working to hit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15 to hit. Oh, okay. no. That doesn't uh, do it. Oh. My popcorn to rest for me. Okay. Um, my pride is wounded. Oh, <laughs> a poor boy. Um, I am going to cast Firebolt at her. Okay. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Okay, yeah, that hits. Um, so that's going to be 2d10. So as is usual, I pull out a little paper bit with some powder and ignite it, and it's black flame. Uh-huh. So that's going to be nine damage. All right, Glossily. What does that look like? Um, as you engulf her flame. So it is, it's just, you know, she ignites this like black flame in her hand and she throws it and it just like completely consumes Radaga and it kind of mixes, like she's kind of green. So it's this like swirling green and black flame. Mm-hmm. It just kind of totally just like she goes up in a, a pillar plume up into the sky. Yeah. And so it becomes this, this pillar of greasy black smoke and it engulfs her crown of, floating green skulls that were bobbing around her head and all of them shoot up into the sky as these clouds start to swirl above you and form this this greasy, disgusting, dark gray, black vortex above you. And it begins to rain like this sick smelling ash onto you. And the mists begin to rise from your ankles up to your knees and then up to your waist and then up to your chests and then over your heads. And as Rodaga dies, you lose sight of one another once again. Thaddeus, the room fills with mists and the storeroom melts away. Sybil, you feel Movement return to your limbs. And you can hear Michelle. What happened? What's ha- Where are we going? As both of you are blinded by this, this wall of mist that envelops you, that swallows you whole. Constantina, you are lost in the madness of this curse, this strange lycanthropic madness, this urge to eat or be eaten. Vasily, Mercy looks back at you as the mists rise, and you see she's so terrified of losing you. Mercy, you are all alone in these mists. Vargas, you are not alone, and the mists part so gracefully, so carefully, so elegantly. It's beautiful, like a show put on for you, and reveal a crossroad with the skeletal boughs of a desiccated tree hanging low, and below them, a gaunt man in modest robes. The emotions to you sit in the only chair, a spindly-legged stool with high legs and no back. Will you sit, Vargas? Uh, I will walk up to the 
to the stool and I will sit. Though this is what he has asked you to do, he still glares down an aquiline nose at you. And you think there is an attempt at a smile, but there's no true affection to soften his piercing gaze. And his thin lips curl back over yellowed teeth, as though in contempt. Vargas, my boy. I wave it away and I say, don't like that. I'm here at your mother's wishes. Of course you are. She'll do anything to find me these days, won't she? She's done a great favor for me, and I do not love a boon, but... You're too soft on her, you know that, right? I have never been accused of such. And you think there might be a smile there, but there isn't. What is it this time? Debts to fortune tellers? Clerics? What is it? I can only imagine how... I can feel my purse emptying. It is I who owes the debt. I have come to you with an offer. And what? Favor. What favor? Well, it is she who has done me the favor. And that would be what? I seek to leave these mists. I would have you come with me. Well, Vargas will look around and he doesn't see, like, mercy anywhere, does he? No. Does he feel Claudia? Vargas will sit up straight a little bit and like, stretch his back and then like kind of like lay his his arms on his legs and he'll pull his like ascot loose and he'll just pull the whole thing off, pin and all, and just be like, lead the way. What happens when Vargas pulls his ascot off and stands to follow? this man, into the mist. As Vargas stands and he pulls his ascot off, he's slightly taller, and his skin goes from a beautiful bronze to a misty gray color. His hair goes from black to white. His eyes are still red. Like his mother's. Like his mother's. And he takes the, the pin, which is a spider web, He tucks it into his pocket, and he sends one quick glance around the mist, and he's like, I can't imagine the Underdark could be any worse than this. Well, let's go see good old mommy dearest then. Let's. And he claps his hand on the point of your shoulder briefly, and inclines with his hand for you to lead the way down this path past this desiccated tree and as you walk with him and he tells you all of his grand ideas you feel your legs begin to sink all of you feel your legs begin to sink into chilly seawater it's cold here it's damp it's chilly your clothing is heavy with seawater. It's heavy with the brine as you leave Dadlin and you enter somewhere else. This is where we'll leave season one of Tales from the Mist.
Thank you for listening to Tales from the Mists. If you enjoyed what you heard, find more at talesfromthemists.com or at MistTalesDnd on Twitter, where you'll also find links to our Discord community, blog, and much more. Tales from the Mists airs on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Sleep well, Mistwalkers.